Friday legends, welcome back. Welcome to the No Swear Podcast. I am a legend, at least in my own lunchbox. And luckily, fortunately, blessedly, the host of the No Spare Podcast. It's interviews with spearfishing experts, authorities, and characters from around the planet. I've just returned from a an awesome inaugural uh, No Sparrow Salt Sessions uh, sailing and spearing trip off the Whitsundays, uh, the outer reef out there, and uh, we had a blast. Despite some inclement weather, as you're about to find out, uh, had a, had an absolute heck of a time. Met some really cool people. Uh, and had an absolute ball. It was really nice to just get out for a week, to be honest. And uh, my wife, Crystal, gracefully allowed me to go, despite the fact that we've got a now 10-week-old at home. So I was pretty fortunate. Hey, before we get into today's episode, which is kind of a, a bunch of stories from around the boat and kind of what happened on this trip, I really want to just get into a couple of quick shout-outs. Um, Noobs, we are on the outlook for a couple of new partners. Um, we only partner with people we love uh, and people that match our values, you know, no ego, all the froth and, you know, sell quality gear, uh, make quality services for for you guys, our listeners. If you know someone that would be a great fit for the Noob Sparrow podcast, I'd love to hear your idea. Email me, shrek at noobsparrow.com and, uh, and I'll have a look into it and chase it up. <clears throat> uh, item two, Nooba stories. Um, I, lo- I love getting... Uh, I love hearing from you legends, basically. I love the voice messages that I can include in the podcast, and I'm particularly on the hunt for one type of voice message right now. Um, I want to hear about an improvement, something you've learned lately and implemented into your spearfishing, something actionable. Maybe you learned it on the podcast, maybe you learned it somewhere else, but something that you have um, improved on and implemented into your spearfishing. So in order to leave me a voice message, go to noobspero.com, head up to the menu, give back, and hit Nooba Stories to leave me a voice message, and it'll go straight in the podcast. I'd love to hear from you. So go to noobspero.com, Nooba Stories, leave me a voice message. Awesome. Last but not least, the Noob Spero Spearfishing Courses and Trips. There's nothing quite like going spearing with a bunch of like-minded frothers. Come and up your skills in the spearfishing course or register your interest for an upcoming trip exactly like this one at spearfishingcourses.com.au. Once again, legends, spearfishingcourses.com.au. I've got six courses starting from September. Uh, that one's sold out, but they're going all the way into 2024. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's great to meet people that have been listening to the show for years and just um, hooking up with a whole bunch of like-minded people and doing this thing we love together. Hey, let's get into it. Today's episode, it's... The Wit Sundays sailing spearing trip with the Pro Sail Boys. You might be wondering about this trip, guys. We went out sailing aboard Condor. Uh, it was a Pro Sail vessel, and Eckhart from Salt Sessions and I helped gather together a bunch of legends and uh, and get out there and get amongst it. If you're interested in this trip, check it out at spearfishingcourses.com.au. We're going to book another one for 2024. So we were aboard a vessel called the Condor. It's an 85 foot long mailing. Uh, maxi sailing yacht and it was designed for racing and built 81 by Killian Bush at Kiwi Boats in the UK uh, and Condor was probably the most famous maxi ever winning every major ocean race racing event at least twice uh, and ProSail now own it they operate out of Ely Beach uh, in the and sort of sail all around the Whit Sundays and out and further beyond. Um, Condor's revolutionary both for having the largest um, single spar mast in the world at the time of their launch and for being the largest maxi um, in their fleet at that time. Uh, it's constructed using Kevlar, it's uh, 
an amazing boat to be in. It feels super solid. Uh, it's got an alloy space frame inside. Condor easily held all of our group. We had 13 Mad Dog Sparrows, five instructors, four crew members, and we honestly, we had room for a few more. Um, so we met in Early Beach on Saturday the 5th of August and departed aboard Condor on the 6th. Uh, here's kind of some of the thoughts and sentiment around the boat as we got going and just a few of the people on board. Have a listen. And cheap uh, as we had aboard. Here we go. I was left with an empty cooler after missing and wounding a bunch of fish with a shoddy spear gun. A work colleague urged me to speak to Naptonics. And I'm so glad I did. Without Jerry and the Neptonics team, I would have kept missing bulk fish and coming home to my wife empty-handed. Now I can focus on slaying monster hogs and croper and covering the deck of my boat in blood. Never buy a shitty piece of equipment again. Shop Neptonics.com, use the code NOOB10 to save 10% and go spearing with confidence. Jerry says if we sell it, we believe in it, we trust it and dive it. ShopNiptonics.com, free shipping for the lower 48 for orders over $199. And you can save 10% when you use the code NOOB10, N-O-O-B-1-0 at Neptonics.com. Hoorah! Adreno stocks equipment for noobers. The gear you need for all things freediving and spearfishing. The Adreno spearfishing team froth on helping customers learn about the latest in spearfishing equipment, local diving, upcoming trips and events for Spiros of all levels of experience. There's no ego in there. You're going to meet cool people that love the spearing lifestyle as much as you do. Visit them in store in one of their huge mega stores around Australia. Chat to one of their friendly team members. Take advantage of the Noob Spiro discount code. Save $20 on every purchase over $200 in store, online, easy savings. Pump in the code Noob Spiro if you're shopping online or in-store, mention it's one of their friendly team members and save 20 bucks over 200 That's right, use the code NoobSpiro in-store. Shop with Adreno, our partner for more than 200 episodes. Hey guys, we're off the Wit Sundays. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm joined by a couple of legends. We've got Captain Christy and uh, and our chief chief freediving instructor is Eckhart Benkenstein. Uh, we made it, boys. A uh, bit of a hectic day. Captain Crispy, we'll start with you. What, do you. what did you think of the conditions? Oh, yeah, a little bit of spice out there. wouldn't say it was butter chicken. Definitely more on the Vindaloo scale when we're heading out. A few rolly waves, got a good belter over the side, made everyone wake up and get wet all at once. But, yeah, we've made it. We're here at Showers Reef. We're about to go get wet tomorrow morning. It's going to be an absolute rip snorter of a time. I'm pretty stoked we made it out. It was a beautiful day, but like, what do we have, 25 to 30 knot winds, you think? 25 to 30 is the entire time, yeah. And what we had a bit of mischief there with one of the tenders at one stage. What happened there? Oh, some silly dickhead called the captain didn't tie the tenders in a line despite the sea state. We had them side by side. So one did the oopsie la la, went underneath the other's painter line, decided to try to take itself out with its outboard on the painter line. But I don't know, cheeky drop of the sails and some... Quick work from the crew members, made it all hunky-dory. It was, it was hunky-dory, literally. Love that little, <laughs> that pun there. That was, that was fantastic. So we got out here, we're on the reef, we've got a bit of a plan for tomorrow. It sounds like we're, we're pretty sport. We're in the lee here. Uh, decent anchorage, although I'm sure you're going to not sleep too well tonight. Oh, I've slept worse here before. I've had it on new moon with bigger tides and less chain out. Um, I've been here before in more adverse conditions, so... Yeah, I'll still sleep with one eye open as you do as a captain, but I reckon I'll be all right. 
Uh, Eckhart, what are you thinking, my, my man? Um, day one, nice to get out and have air going in, wind going in one ear and out the other. Yeah, look, it's always good to um, always good to just get out and break out of the water and just see the ocean and say goodbye to all the technology and just enjoy the ocean for what it is. The sailing was good. It's always amazing to add that aspect to the dive. Most of us spend, you know, thousands of hours on normal boats. Um, and so sailing just adds this other element that's so rich, so unique. Um, yeah, it's really, really special. And then also we, uh, as these uh, retreats evolve and develop, uh, you know, we've come straight out to the reef so that we're going to wake up first thing and we're out here ready, steady. So it's going to be good. That was Captain Crispy's safety briefing. Man. That was quality, eh? Couple, couple of good Best of the waist. Best of the waist. No, it's good. <laughs> give, us, give us the toilet line again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of came up with it on the spot in all fairness. I was actually doing the deckhand's brief downstairs. It was like something like no rubber, no, no, uh, oh, no, no wings. No strings, no wings, no rubber are funny things to go down. <laughs> <laughs> so they're plumbing on, a, on any sort of um, ocean, um, like ocean-going marine vessel, whether it's a sailboat or a powerboat, like the plumbing's always a delicate thing. And uh, so you've got to get those niceties covered, don't you? Oh, most certainly. Um, who's on poo duty, did you say? Ollie is a qualified plumber. <laughs> Ollie the plumber. The, the Kiwi gets the shit job. Um, good stuff. Well, I'm glad you're here, Ollie, and it's not me doing it, brother. So, nah, we've had a cracker day. Um, so, credit to you guys. I'm having a good time already. And I think uh, the guys are as well, so it's awesome. Yeah, the boys and I are just uh, getting the gear ready, sorting out all the dive gear, guns, stowing that stuff on deck, uh, finishing up from the sail. So drying out the clothes that got wet and um, getting ready for tomorrow. So have a good feed, good night's sleep and uh, ready. I think we sailed 48 nautical miles today. Does that sound about right to you, Captain? I'm um, like 56, I reckon. All right, well, that was I got it off someone's watch, so I thought they might be slightly underdone. Well, we didn't fly like sail as the crow flies. Yeah. We like, sailed to the islands and sailed north compared to just going straight northeast. So, but um, we're out here. We made it out to the reef, and we are in a prime location because the wind is hammering in. But you managed to find us a decent anchorage, so I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And sleep for the rest of us, I think, will be fine. I I find the waves lull me to sleep. I find your snoring lulls me to sleep as well. <laughs> you did. Sometimes you got to sit someone on a dead, Jack. But uh, nah, awesome. Um, so tomorrow we headed out early. We're going to do a warm up dive. And what's the plan from there? Just briefly. So just with the, the groups, we, we're staggering our, our, our groups just so that everybody gets a fair share of the water tomorrow. We'll... Uh, start out with um, just a little bit of a warm-up dive just to get people acclimatized in the water and just comfortable with their, their gear. And then um, hop on the tenders with the spearing gear and head on out to the reef um, and do some dives. And we'll stagger the group so that, uh, you know, one group does a longer session, two groups do slightly shorter sessions. And the first, uh, like in the morning, afternoon, the, the, the two groups that did the, the short sessions will do longer sessions in the afternoon. The one group that did the long session in the morning will do the... A little bit of a shorter session. So that's kind of how we're going to like stagger the groups and uh, obviously come back and drink some water, hydrate and um, get back out. 
think Crispy was saying about six hours of diving for everyone. So, I mean, that's pretty good for balancing fatigue. Like, if you're doing multi-day diving, six hours a day, like, you're um, it's, it's still a fair effort, isn't it? We'll honestly see how keen everyone still is. There is an opportunity to a third dive session and, like, the sun's about to set as well. Uh, usually we do have time to do, uh, like, a two-hour cheeky one in the late RV. But uh, we'll see how everyone goes. I'm definitely keen on that. And if, even if you want to poke down and it's an instructor 30 knot session down to that point that you were talking about, I'm down with that too. Um, tomorrow, in terms of the wall, we're sort of diving. We're not giving away lo- locations and stuff, but can you sort of describe um, expectations for what 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 we and the students can, you know, the guys can expect in the morning? Yeah, so we've got actually a beautiful low tide with not too much of a run on the reef because this reef on certain tides, it either pumps or it does absolutely nothing. Um, We're on the tide that absolutely pumps, except for we're in mid-moon at the moment, so it should be a nice run that doesn't drift us along too much faster than two and a half knots up the wall. So yeah, it starts off at drying height, tapers down to like eight metres with some undercut ledges, then some sandy structure down around 10, 15s, then it drops down to 20 and then to the abyss nice in terms of species like what are we sort of expecting uh so in the shallows you're gonna possibly encounter some mangrove jack if you're looky look at looky <laughs> if you <laughs> if you're looky looky <laughs> if you're looky looky yeah if you're lucky looking into the cracks um good very very good chance of encountering some coral trout or spangos on those sandy flats in the deeper water we'll be expecting to see some spanish mackerel cruising around this time of year spanish like schooling are they bigger singles or what do we what, what do you what do you what would you kind of expect uh singles to like groups of four to five and size like size uh all over usually around a meter to 1.3 meter mark oh good um bag limits have changed a bit um with spanish in particular so i guess we'll have to keep an eye on that if we get into them thick Honestly, I'll be surprised if we do get into them thick um, with the new bag limits. They do reflect what's actually happening out here a little bit. So, I don't know. It'll be what it is. Sometimes the guys in the southeast corner are sort of complaining. Like, we're still seeing them in pretty good numbers and sometimes we're going, getting a bit frustrated with it. But, you know, I guess we've got to back our fisheries sometimes. They make decisions and, you know, hopefully the data's backing it. So, it sounds like it is up here for you guys. So, that's cool. All good, boys. We'll catch up in the coming days. Uh, Magic sort of first day. I think we've got a good solid plan for tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it. Here with uh, one of the epic crew members of the uh, the Pro Sail Condor team. It's uh, Ollie, mate. Where are you from, and uh, how long have you been doing this? G'day, boys. Um, I'm from New Zealand. Uh, not originally, but anyways, long story. Um, yeah, first charter job. So yeah, starting from the bottom again. So yeah, loving it. Nice, mate. It's been good. Good fun watching you guys um, reef sails and stuff all day today, like bit of chaos with the wind, but you guys did a, a, a bloody magic job. Yeah, no, nah, it was uh, a bit chaotic at times, but no, nah, we've got a chill skipper, which definitely helps. As soon as the skipper goes, the whole crew's fumbles, eh? So it's good to have someone uh, put the head on the shoulders. Nerves of steel. Yeah, exactly. Um, mate, you're apparently a plumber. <laughs> I'm the opposite, mate. I'm a sparky. <laughs> Well, it's good that you've got a sparky hands, but with rubber gloves. So uh, I'm guessing like if the plumbing turn takes a topsy turn, it's Ollie we call out for apparently. 
I had to get the fucking strings or the condoms or whatever is coming out there, eh? <laughs> Have you, you haven't um, done much spearing out this way or you do, um, you do a bit of spearing though? Uh, I, I get in the water every now and then, but yeah, this is the first time I've actually been to the Great Barrier Reef. So yeah, keen to see what it's about. Yeah, sick, man. So you, you reckon you'll get in the water this time? Do you, will you have a chance? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll hopefully jump in. Yeah, I brought a gun and a uh, bit of a weedy, so yeah. Not a weedy, weedy? Yeah, it's a weedy. Ah, yeah, nice. Good Kiwi brand. Awesome, Ollie. Well, we'll touch base again further along the trip, mate. Thanks for a little quick chat. <laughs> Luckily, this podcast isn't Siri, mate, but introduce yourself, and uh, you're obviously one of the crew members. Hi, my name's Kyle. Yep, one of the crew members for ProSail. Uh, been- you're from London or something? London. <laughs> I'm sure this accent will come through pretty harsh. Eh? <laughs> uh, west coast of Scotland. Yeah. Yeah. Did you do much sparing over there, diving and stuff? Uh, no, I came for, came on this for the experience of it all and try and pick it up. It's a sport I've always kind of looked at but never really got into. Um, so I know all the boat side of that and I'll make sure that runs all right. But yeah, keen to learn from these guys uh, how to do it all. Yeah, nice. I was just giving Ollie and you some props before with your uh, sail reefing skills. You guys did pretty good today with a bit of hectic wind and stuff. A little bit on there, but yeah, everyone's under control. A few spicy moments, but we got here. We're here. We're, we're anchored. Nah, good day. We'll touch base again along the way, Carl. Awesome to touch base with you, brother. Got the most famous member of our, our team here. It's uh, Merrick. Merrick, uh, great to have a Russian on board. <laughs> uh, no, it's a, he's a check. He's a check bloke. I, I was just having a bit of a tease there. Merrick, um, you're one of our most esteemed parts of our team you're 64 years young yeah what are you hoping to achieve tomorrow i think the achievement would be just to spear your butt (laughs) (laughs) well we're we're sharing a cabin that's a bit awkward (laughs) yeah no we'll see how we go what is the is the the best time so you, you live down in Melbourne these days and um, you're happy to get away from the cold water and up here shooting some tropical stuff? Are you talking about nine degree balm water? Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's got its moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I love it here. So you, I did hear you talk earlier about you want to shoot a Spanish, eh? It's on the high on the list. Well, I never shot one. I shot at Spanish many times. <laughs> Didn't get one. So yeah, that's definitely on the top of the bucket list. Nice, we'll try and make that happen for you and I think um, we'll catch up later in the trip when you've shot one. But great, thank you for making time for me as a really famous bloke, I really appreciate it. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ryan from Sunshine Coast and uh, yeah, it was an experience getting out here. You love the wind? Yeah, I don't mind it now. <laughs> it feels like it blows straight through by the end of the day, eh? Now that we're out of it, yeah, it was uh, definitely howling up there. Um, Ryan, we're in 23, 24-degree water. It's looking pretty clean. Um, any species on your sort of bucket list you'd maybe like to tick off tomorrow? Oh, it'd be nice to get a big Spanish or uh, ultimate would be a red emperor, but don't like the chances of that. Well, it does happen up here, so you're in with the chance, I think. Um, any, so that's your sort of your big goal for the trip, a red emperor. Oh, I mean, if it came along, it'd be good, yeah. But I, um, I don't know. We'll see how we go. Nice, brother. Well, I'm going to catch up with guys further along in the the trip, and I'm going to f- check in with you, and we'll see if you've started meeting some of your goals. Anything, um, anything else come to mind? 
Oh, I just mainly work on technique and try to learn a bit from everyone here. Yeah, so we could pick up a few new tips. Nice, nice. You've um, got some experience with some of the species up here too, so you might end up getting paired with a bloke who's got good experience down south, but maybe doesn't know all the species up here either. So you can help each other out. Yeah, yep, definitely keen to share the knowledge on the local top fish and yeah, learn something. Yeah, here, there you go, done. <laughs> all good. Thanks, brother. Thanks, Ryan. Linton's passed out uh, conveniently, so I can't interview him. Craig's ready to rock, though. Craig from uh, from the Gold Coast, mate. Are you ready to rock? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's been a long day, and um, but yeah, been looking forward to this for a while now. So uh, yeah, I uh, I hope to get a couple of firsts. I, I, I haven't never speared a uh, red emperor or a jobfish. Um, they're definitely on the on the list. So um, yeah, it's. Um, but yeah, pretty windy. Um, so it's going to be it is going to be interesting. So, but I've never dived this part of a reef. So um, yeah, it's I love new experiences and it's the first time I've ever sailed. So, so um, yeah, that's that's awesome. What did you think of the sailing experience? We were adding like um, 25, 30 knots today, but I, like this boat just handles it pretty well. Oh, absolutely. Like um, yeah, if. This, this boat's won so many races, it's a fast boat, but um, I was very fortunate I was down the back, so I didn't get any of the waves going, <laughs> I didn't get wet, yeah. whereas uh, everyone up the front seemed to get a bit wet, so I was, yeah, pretty lucky. I was sitting next to Dom, he had the, the front and he was copping it full on and trying to sell his spot to anyone who would listen. <laughs> yeah, definitely I wasn't up the front, no way. All good, Craig. We'll catch up with you as we get along, mate, um, and find out how you're tracking. Joined by uh, someone who's becoming a bit of a Noob Spiro trip veteran these days, it's Linton from um, down Sydney Ways. Linton's made time to come up and do this trip, a part of a corporate team building exercise, I believe. Yes, mate. Yep. 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 It was uh, fishing for opportunities is what we're all about. That's that's the plan. Yep. I, I think you're adding to your company already, definitely on a personal level. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Highlights of day one and maybe any goals for the trip? Highlights day one. I've, I've never done anything sailing at all. Um, to see this boat and what it does and how it does, that's pretty impressive. Like even just looking up the front to see how it's cutting through the water, then you look at the side of the waves that are coming through. Like it's it's really impressive the way it, yeah, yeah, the way it moves. And quiet too, like just, you know, moving along, all you can hear is, and when you're running with the wind, like you can't even really hear the wind. Mate, it was great. I did get sideswiped by one wave. It was like just getting a couple of buckets of water dumped on me and that was... Um, the water was warm, but the wind chill, that just went straight through. Like, that, was, that, was, that, was, that was cool with that. It's a bloke from Sydney saying that too, so it must have been cold. So awesome. Linton, we'll catch up along the way, mate, and find out how your spearing adventure corporate team building exercise is going. G'day, guys. My name's Kieran, and I'm from Tassie. Um, Kieran, you are fortuitous. You entered a raffle. Uh, Trevor Ketchian, fundraiser for the Interpax teams, and managed to uh, jag a bit of a win. Yeah, yeah, um, really caught me by surprise, mate, and um, yeah, really happy to be here. It's really going to be an experience, I think, yeah. I was stoked you won it. I, was, I thought someone from further afield winning it was pretty cool. I'll be, yeah, you um, you listened to the podcast a wee bit, so you had sort of heard of it through there, or? Yeah, I um, heard, I think you had a talk with Trev or something like that on there, and yeah, picked it up from there and checked it out, and I was like, yeah, back these guys, and yeah, it turned out a winner, eh? It was pretty cool, yeah. Apart from the, uh, the miss-sized hoodie I sent you. 
Oh, yeah, you know, I might grow into it one day, mate. We can't be all, all Shrek size, but, um, yeah, we'll get there. But, yeah, I'd like to just say good luck to the boys, actually, and thanks very much for this opportunity. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, Trevor made all that happen, eh? And, um, yeah, the Interpac fundraisers are a great thing to get on and get behind, so good on you. I'm stoked someone good won it. Um, mate, you haven't really done much tropic sparing. Um, you're obviously paying attention to species ID, and sort of learning your no-takes. and Have you got any goals yet, what, like what you sort of want to shoot? Um, I think just coral trout would be good. Um, yeah, just anything else that's tasty, I suppose. Pack the, pack the freezer for home. Yeah, it'd be really good. Yeah, nice. All good. Well, we'll catch up further on the trip, Karen, see how you're tracking. All good. G'day. My name's uh, Sam. I'm from Sydney, and I came on this trip to uh, hopefully shoot something bigger than a red marawong. <laughs> Mate, you're, uh, this is your first time in the Tropic Spearing as well, isn't it? Yeah, first time in the Tropic Spearing. Been Spearing for about 15 years now, So, uh, but first time coming to the Tropic Spearing. Mate, you're in for a treat, I reckon. Like, um, your first coral trout, you only ever get to shoot, you know, your first once, so you're in for some, um, some cool days ahead, I think. Yeah, I'm hoping a few of these tropical fish can pop a lot of my cherries, so uh, we'll, see, we'll see how we go. <laughs> Cherry Popping Sam from Sydney, everyone. We'll check in with Cherry Popper in a couple of days and see how he's shaping up. Got another crisp here. Bit of quickly check in with Ben. He's got his own YouTube channel. Ben, tell us, what's your um, name? What's your YouTube channel? I mean, I'm Benny Crisp. I'm Captain Crisp, big brother. The better looking, better diving, better all around crisp. He said you're a bit of a cray finder. Yeah, hey, man, I'm the whisperer. I've been fucking having a bit of a, bit of a shock in the last six months. But yeah, usually I don't leave the water without one. I had um, a missus that wouldn't let me come home without a crayfish. Oh, nice. Put the boat back in, get back out there. What are you, what's your favourite to eat? Favourite, favourite type? A cray? Oh, man, I like, I like the eastern rock lobster, but we basically only get, well, not basically, the painted cray is like 70% of what we find up here, and a couple of big ones of those is hard to go past. Straight on the barbie, butterflied, full of garlic, butter. <laughs> Mate, you're gonna get in and get, do some spearing while we're on this trip. Uh, it'd be very rude not to. I have to, if you know, if there's nothing but trout on the boat, I'll have to go show people what another fish is. But, <laughs> but yeah, we got heaps of people on here. I'm gonna be putting them onto the spots. Um, yeah, I'm more interested in getting people onto some PBs and some of their, you know, target species that they might not have got before. So for me, I'm frothing through everyone else. But I will go in and I'll slap a couple just because I got an empty freezer at home too. Yeah, nice. I do too. It's such good motivation, isn't it? Like sometimes when your freezer fills up, it's almost like you'd rather just go for a swim sometimes, I think. I just start giving fish away, mate, make some room. Yeah, yeah, and that way you've always got an excuse for more. Well, we're going to touch base in the coming days and um, what do you think are, for some of these guys that are from down south, apart from ID, what do you think something different about spearing up here? Oh, just the lack of huge ocean swell, the nice tropical waters and then just like the best reef on the planet. I just think just the snorkeling aspect of what these guys are going to look at is just going to blow them away. I reckon it'll take a couple of them, I don't know, half an hour to even pull the trigger because they'll be like, whoa, brain coral, whoa, what's this? Whoa. It's going to be good. Sick. All good, Ben. Well, um, thanks for the cheer. I'm, I'm more excited now. Cheers, brother. We've got uh, Dom Schwarzenegger here. He's um, from Austria, but out of also out of Germany. Uh, East Germany too, particularly. Um, Dom, you live down in, um, in Melbourne these days. You're up here for three back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back trips. You must love it up here. Yes, yes, I do. It's indeed great out here, and uh, I can't wait to, to get started tomorrow. Today was just warm-up with a little bit of sailing. And, uh, yeah, 
I'm looking forward to a lot of fun and adventures. We talked about personal goals earlier. For you, have you got any species you've got earmarked? Um, not in particular. Um, mostly I just want to have fun, enjoy this, uh, let's say, paleo and primal lifestyle with some like-minded lunatics. And um, I hope no one is uh, injuring himself, but just having a good time and uh, yeah, getting something, something to eat in the most uh, traditional and primal way possible. And uh, yeah, that's, that's it. That's, that's the goal. Awesome, Dom. I'm going to check in with you in the next couple of days, mate, and we'll catch up again and see how your trip's going. Excellent. Thank you. Hello, mate. Uh, Dan, I'm from Ulladulla. Um, just up here to try and get myself some tropical fish. Made a bit of a break from work down there to, uh, to carve out some sparing time. Yeah, mate, the boss let me go for a week. So. <laughs> Full permission. Did she have any requirements with regards to what fish she take home? Uh, no, just coral trout. I think she wants. She'll be happy, yeah. Nice. So coral trout's on your list. Have, you've never been up here. Have you, have you ever shot a coral trout? No, never. No, no. Only, only the cold water species. Nice. So you're in for a bit of a treat. You're looking at the species ID um, guide. It, it can be a little bit overwhelming. What do you think are the biggest things to pay attention to on this on this chart? Uh, I reckon the emperors and the jobby. And the span spangled emperor is definitely one you're going to come across too. I was more um, pointing at some of the no-take species. Are you pretty confident of what not to shoot? I think I might be right, yeah. Sometimes with the cod you can get a bit nervous and... Like, estuary cod's probably your most common, but then Queensland grouper are really co common as well, and they are definitely a no-take species, so... Mate, I'll probably not take a cod anyway, so... Yeah, they're tempting, they're tempting, though. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll stick with the smaller smaller species, mate. Oh, I want to see you get on to a Spanish, too. I reckon uh, you'll have a bit of fun with that. Yeah, mate, if I can do that, I'd be happy. <laughs> All good. Well, Dan from Aladala, we're going to check in in the next couple of days, mate, and see how you are tracking. Right, mate, yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan from Victoria. I'm up here uh, helping guide the spearfishing trip with the boys and uh, looking for a ripper of a good time this week. It's going to be fantastic. You've done this trip a couple of times up here, mate. Um, conditions today, were they sort of a little bit uh, more rugged than you expected? Definitely not for the faint-hearted. It was a bit like this last year when we came up, but um, look, it doesn't change too much under the water, the visibility and a bit of current, but um, what's on top is a little bit, uh, a little bit worse for, for some people, but it, it'll be all right. It'll be right. With the blokes in the water, um, what are the some of the common feedback you found you were giving to guys last year? Oh, I think just slow down a little bit and just try and look at the bombies and take your time, get a bit of bottom time there and, and sort of identify your species before you start trying to go too hard. Don't let the sort of, yeah, the whole fever of trying to shoot something straight away, just sort of get, get a bit of time and figure out what you're going to shoot and figure out your size limits and bits and pieces and then, um, then start going for it. Cool. Ryan, we're going to check in in the next couple of days, mate. It's going to be a pleasure working alongside you, brother. I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait, mate. Love it. Cheers. I've got Evan here. He's another uh, bloke from down south of the city we don't really like to talk about. Um, we'll, we'll avoid that. No, no. Tell us where you're from, mate, and uh, what, you, what you're doing on this trip. G'day, all. Uh, yeah, Evan the Sydney Slicker here, mate. Shame to say it. <laughs> um, tell you what, mate, it's a shame. This is a uh, only audio because I am looking good in my new uh, Noob Spiro Shirt, mate. So thank you very much for the uh, thank you very much for the hookup. What did you? What was your question? Um, what are you here for? What are you doing? Uh, so yeah, here instructing, here instructing uh, yeah, everyone, uh, helping out. Um, yeah, super excited. There's nothing more I think enjoyable, maybe even more so than shooting your own fish, is helping out new 
uh, yeah, Noob Spiros shoot their own fish. It's a really, really rewarding experience. So super stoked to share it with everyone. There's an amazing crew here of experienced guys like yourself. I'm also happy to, really happy to learn off. Um, so yeah, froth level is sky high, mate. I just can't wait. Me too, brother. It's gonna. We've had good energy today. I've enjoyed being around you. You're um, you're a force for positive energy. That's for sure. And um, and mate, we're gonna get in the water tomorrow, and we're gonna have some fun with these blokes. You've done this trip quite a few years running uh, yeah. with the ProSail team as well. Um, what are some of the common things you see people um, who come up here maybe for their first time? What are some of the things they might do wrong? Yeah, good question. So I've seen a lot of time up here free diving as well as spearfishing. Um, so. The biggest mistake I see is people are just too excited, eh? they so excited to be in good viz with fish around and they just dive and dive and dive and dive and do not give themselves enough time on the surface. Uh, I think coming from a freediving background, you know, breath hold is basically directly linked to how much time you spend relaxing on the surface. So that is uh, the biggest make I see. People just go way too hard at it. Perfect. Oh, good, Evan. Well, we're going to catch up in the coming days again, brother. But, uh, mate, thanks for giving us a quick overview of um, where you're at. And what we're going to do, I'm going to be less excited tomorrow now. You, you pumped me up and now you've, you've, you've put a pin in me, so all good. G'day, I'm Rory. I'm from the sunny coast and I'm coming along to this trip to learn a bit more about spearfishing. You told me you would come over here just to get away from your kids. Yeah, that too. I've got four kids, so yeah, definitely getting away from the kids is a big one. <laughs> I was happy to see like another red nut. Obviously, like we're a son of Earth. Um, and only come out at night time generally, so it's good to see you out, mate, in the sunlight too. Yeah, yeah, I'll keep under the water most of the time, hopefully, so I don't burn too much. You got any goals up here? Um, not to burn too much. No, no. Uh, yeah, just hopefully catch some good fish, you know, like really, and spend plenty of time in the water. It sounds like everyone's going to get sort of like that six-hour mark tomorrow at least, so uh, we should have some good opportunities, I think, tomorrow. Any particular species? Yeah, just fish. <laughs> So you, I can see you being a slady brim uh, bloke at the back of the line for food tomorrow night. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, probably. <laughs> Good, Rory. Well, you're my kind of spiro, brother, so let's catch up in the coming days. Uh, g'day, I'm Tim. I'm from Mansfield in Victoria, and, uh, yeah, I'm here to just have a great time. Nice. You've already been bringing a great time with you, Tim. Um, you've got good energy, brother. What are you um, hoping to achieve up here in terms of species or anything in particular, like dive times or anything like that? Uh, I'm just, yeah, pretty much going to try and um, shoot some of the most more common uh, tropical species. I haven't really had a chance to uh, shoot much in tropical waters. So, yeah, pretty keen to have a look around and see what I can get. Nice, bro. Well, um, tomorrow, I don't know what group you're going to end up in, but you're going to spend a fair bit of time in the water. Are you excited about clean water and warm warm water? Yeah, warm water and good viz is something I haven't had in a long time. So, uh, can't wait. Can't wait. It's going to hope the moustache holds up. Yeah, well, the moustache with the... With the mask, you might have some issues. But, mate, we'll catch up as the trip goes on and uh, hopefully get a bit more of a longer-form chat and see where you're at. Awesome. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. G'day. Uh, I'm Adam, um, Torquay, Victoria. I'm up here. I was here last year. I'm up here to slay some coral trout and or maybe in mackerel. What brought you back on this trip after doing it the first time? Uh, I just can't compare the viz and the, and the sea life compared to Victoria. Pretty much, that's it. I did it last year and then pretty much booked it within a couple of weeks afterwards. Almost forgot about it and then Eckhart called me. It's like time to pay the rest. I was like, oh, yeah, sweet. Let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it's good to have you here. We were cracking some jokes on the way. You, uh, you're now known as the nautical pussy, though. Nautical pussy, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, 
It only takes a nautical minute or two to get that nickname, I guess. You were quick to get on me for saying nautical, I think, in three or four sentences in a row. It was good. It was a good call. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it took uh, about an hour and 120 nautical minutes to get out here, so it was good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, everything's nautical out here, Adam. And so we're going to have a nautical time, I reckon. Yeah, nautical. I'll catch up with you in the coming days and we'll see how you're tracking with, uh, with your spearing and adventure so far. I love that feeling underwater when you pull the trigger and you know exactly where that shaft is going. You want something dependable. You want to put that fish that you've been chasing for a lifetime in the boat, in the cooler, in the esky, in the chilli bin if you're in New Zealand. Why do we call all these things different names? Anyway, today's show sponsor, KillshotSpearGuns.com make awesome wooden timber spear guns a fantastic shooting platform. If you've ever shot a big timber gun, you know the, the reliability that you get from these things. Uh, he mostly makes enclosed track spear guns. Visit him at killshotspearguns.com. Use the code NOOB to save $30 on any Killshot spear gun. Hey guys, not sure how you stay hydrated out on the boats on those long days out on the water, uh, but staying hydrated is absolutely critical to Gourwood's good equalization and looking after your body, making sure you're not doing those awkward one-legged kicks to the surface when, when one leg cramps out on you. Go to aqualite.com.au and get yourself a box of sachets. You just simply add them to water. It's less than $1.28 per serve. It's cheaper and cheaper and healthier than any other sports drinks on the market. Aqualite will make a difference in your spearfishing. Check it out at aqualite.com.au. Use the code NoobSparrow to save 10% on any order. Check it out. Aqualite, made in Western Australia. Got a sweet deal for you today, guys. Go to freedivingfamily.com and learn from Adam Stern and a select team of experts on different disciplines. There's Frenzel, Advanced Frenzel and Hands-Free Equalization, Mouthful, Deep Frenzel Equalization, Bifinning Essentials. These are courses that will give you the 1% that will allow you to improve. Use the code SPIRO to get 20% off any course at freedivingfamily.com. Again, that's the code SPIRO to get 20% off at freedivingfamily.com. Thanks, Adam and team. Love it. So there you have it, guys. There's a couple of the people on board, a couple of the frothing legends. And uh, again, if you're interested in this trip, doing one maybe in 2024, check it out, noobspiro.com forward slash trips or go to spearfishingcourses.com.au. Check it out. If you want to find out about any and all of the upcoming courses and charters, go to noobspiro.com, sign up for the floater email newsletter and you can find out what's going on. Anyway, after settling in and sort of really enjoying the sailing, it was time to go spearing. Here's some chat from the guys after sort of spearing on day one and hearing how they went and sort of some of the happenings and all the good stuff that happened. One of the more esteemed gentlemen in the bunch, but definitely the uh, the Michael Phelps of the fucking of the crew, that's for sure, brother. <laughs> Mate, you got a couple of good fish today, though. You covered a lot of ground. Um, walk us through your red throat. Well, um, I just I guess I was lucky. I didn't want to um, didn't want to real dive real deep, and um, look, I, I'm probably. I'm good for 10, maybe 15 metres, but I'm more comfortable in two or three. So, um, and so I was in the shallows, seen heaps of fish, and yeah, anyway, uh, spotted this red throat, go into a cave. Anyway, I thought, oh, I knew where he was, and I thought I'd go around the back of the cave, and I could see right through it, and I could see him in the cave, and it was just like, pinned him through the tail and pulled him out, and it was like, yeah, I got the emperor for the day. So, uh, yeah, really happy with that. Um, but yeah, that first, first dive, we were... 
pretty much going with the current. There wasn't a lot of swimming against the current there. Um, second dive in a day, yeah, if that was all against the current. And I'm lucky I got carbon fibre fins over. Just make it so easy to, to – and, hey, I'm not pushing a lot of body weight at the moment either, so uh. – <laughs> You looked at me with, a, with, with squinted eyes there. What were you trying to say there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, maybe that's why you couldn't keep up. <laughs> um, the black spot tusky, though. That was a that was a cracker. You managed to sneak that in the shallows as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've um, I've never speared one. Like I've uh, it's always been on my bucket list, and um, we don't get many too many of those down the Tweed. Like you get a lot more up around Morton Bay and, and further north. And uh, I have seen them in the past, but yeah, just never got close enough. But today I was lucky. I was in the shallows. I was I was on the surface and, and about two metres underwater, this big tusky just stuck his head out of his cave and I, I just shot him from the surface and it was just, yeah. I, and I wasn't quite sure if it, because it's quite thick, wasn't sure if a spear had actually gone all the way through, so that's why I asked you to throw a second shot into it just in case. But, yeah, it wasn't necessary. I had it pretty well pinned. You did. Solid mid-body shot. Like, that's what you want with some of those big fish sometimes, like the shot you're sure of. But, um, yeah, then... If you shoot them in the guts too, like they tear off, it's a heartbreaker. Yeah, well, um, I, I, I guess so. Um, I didn't want to lose it. You get a fish like that, your first one is like, oh, there's no way I wanted to lose that. So uh, when I got it in my hands, you, yeah, I'm sure you, you've seen the smile on my face. <laughs> the smile still hasn't left my face. We've got heaps of video footage of that too. I'll, I'll try and put it in a bit of a trip video so people can come and have a look. But well done, mate. A couple of good good fish there. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad you had a good first day. Well, I get uh, I get uh, first to the uh, dinner tonight. Like, uh, I'm the Emperor King. And, yeah, so, uh, yeah, first served. Well done. All good. I might try and catch up with Linton now. Linton, mate, day one for you. Settling in, getting the nerves under control, getting some breath holds going again. I mean, I know you dive every other day in Sydney. <laughs> so walk us through your, your day one. That way, there probably haven't been the water, I reckon, for three or four months, I think. But um, it went well. Like, for me, it was about being comfortable diving, and I had some good dives, had some good downtime, and Evan and Eckhart were both kind enough to give me some compliments and also some constructive criticism on what I can do and how I can do it better. So it was, it was good. There was opportunities I had there, but um, nothing came to fruition. Though. I only pulled the trigger once today, and that was a miss, but um, I, did, um, I did have an opportunity on a black spot tusk fish, and... Um, Dive down and I was on the bottom, creeping my way towards it. My weight belt hooked up on a little bit of coral on the bottom and you could just see all the fish around me. Just not massive spook, but they spooked enough just for the, the, the one black, black spot that I was looking at was there. But the one beyond that was, that was enormous. That was massive. Yeah, yeah, it was a massive fish. Oh, well, lessons learned then. Big lessons learned on day one. I mean, obviously, like, dusting the rust, rust off after three or four months out of the water, like... I, I did it myself, like weight belts catching, rubbing on the ground. I mean, I had a camera rig hanging off my gun and all sorts of silly stuff. So that, those little moments on the bottom, they, when they spook the fish, it, it, you lose opportunities, don't you? Yeah. you got to do all the things right. Like um, I think there was one of the dives where I probably did a lot of the things right and had this massive GT swim right up to me. Like it came, it, it came in, it sort of swam one way and then just broadside right, right in front of me. Like it was, mate, what a beautiful fish. So. Were you tempted? Well, good, good trigger discipline. Awesome. Well, hopefully day two goes all right for you, Linton. Yeah, oh, look, mate, I'm wrapped with day one. So, mate, it's a good day. Cool. All right, I'm going to catch up with Jess. Jess, I, cheapers, I put you on some, uh, some good trout there for a minute there, buddy. 
Yeah, no, I think you were setting me up, mate. <laughs> no, no, you did, you did, absolutely. Uh, unfortunately, you didn't come away with the goods, but um, yeah, it helps when they're pointed out for you, mate. It definitely helps. <laughs> oh, you were, you were right, though. Like, your body language was pretty good, but you were excited. You could tell that. The first dive was good, and then the second dive was like, I want to shoot something. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm starting to see all these good fish coming up, and because I haven't got one, I can't let all the boys beat me. So it's doing nothing for women in the future. So I've really got to pick up my game. <laughs> well, you're like the solo woman on board, so there's probably a bit of pressure there. I don't, I don't even think about it, to be honest. Um, did you see much around today? Yeah, I actually saw quite a lot. Um, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really satisfied with kind of what, what the coral's putting up for us and what the reef's putting up. Just uh, haven't, haven't been able to snag one yet, but plenty of time left. Best dive buddy of the day? Oh, <laughs> you're putting me under pressure. I'll tell you what, Craig, you're great, but Tim in the Tim in the morning, we had a really good, uh, really good uh, thing chemistry. going on. Yeah, chemistry. That's it. And it's a massive thing. Like sometimes you just mesh well with the person you're diving with, and sometimes it doesn't quite quite work right. And sometimes you can learn stuff from that. So it's not even if you don't quite enjoy it. There's normally something to learn from it. Oh, absolutely. And the conditions are different in the Arvo as well. And um, you know, uh, we've already mentioned Mr. Phelps over there. That's uh, <laughs> just slithering through the water there. So um, a bit more resistance on my body, unfortunately. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it is. It's great. Great to be able to mix around and, and watch different people dive and watch the instructors dive and uh, pick up every tip I can. Awesome. Well, pleasure to share the boat with you today for a bit of it. So hopefully a bit more tomorrow. We'll catch up along the way. Who have I got next? Tim. She just mentioned you, mate. You're, you're right there. You better say I'm his now. <laughs> uh, so I did a lot of solo diving today. <laughs> Tim, who was your uh, favourite buddy of the day, mate? Uh, I don't think I had a buddy today, actually. Um, no, Jess is, Jess is great. Uh, we did a lot of I, – I scored two coral trout today, and it was definitely a team effort. I think we did three dives on one of them. Um, I just have to be the third person to go down and actually take the shot. So, yeah, good good teamwork, good buddy diving, definitely. Nice, yeah, yeah. That, well, that's pretty cool. Like, and that's pretty um, honest of you to sort of play, play like give give credit to the team because I like that communication can mean the difference between a fish and not getting a fish. So that's pretty cool. To walk us through one of your maybe your best trout of the day. Uh, yeah, so best one. I'm not too sure what it's measured up to, but um, I saw a trout um, in front of a bit of just a bomby brain coral sort of bomby thing. And um, I took a dive on it, and it sort of just shot around the back of the brain coral. Um, so I just didn't have a chance to get it. I came to the surface and said, oh, hey, Jess, just so you know, on the other side of that brain coral, there's a trout there. Um, go and dive on it and see if you can grab it. And as she's gone down and taken the dive to the back of the coral where it was, it shot off to another bommie. And, um, yeah, she came to the surface, and I took a dive on that other bommie and finally got it. So, yeah. So thanks, Jess, for spooking it over to the bommie where you wanted yeah, it. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. But um, special mention to Linton too. We had a good dive this afternoon together. Um, yeah, didn't shoot anything this Arvo, but still had some nice diving, which is good. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Were you um, starting to feel the the breath hold? You're starting to come back? You're starting to feel good in your body when you're diving? Yeah, definitely. I think towards the end of the first session, it sort of all started clicking again. It's been a while since I've been in um, in the water. So it's, yeah, all coming back again, which is nice. Um, lessons learned today, Tim. What, what's your, what's going to be one of your focuses for tomorrow? What's something that you thought I could definitely improve this as the trip goes on? Slow it down on the bottom. Hit the bottom and just chill. Yeah, that's probably the biggest thing I'm going to work on. Nice. Slow it down on the bottom. Was that a bit of an instructor advice, was it? Yeah, yeah. That was uh, some um, constructive criticism from Eckhart this afternoon. Um, but yeah, well received. Well worth it. Awesome. I think we'll go Dom. Dom, you're up. I'll come to you. Dominic Toretto. I'll be 
Obviously, he drove a Dodge Charger, so we all like you, mate. Um, how was your day? Yeah, it was great. Uh, I'm glad nobody, no, nobody got hurt. And uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm always worried about my own equalization, but I managed to nuke whatever congestion I had in my sinuses, and uh, yeah, I made it work. Did you, have, um, did you take any medication or anything? Or? Yeah, I used some nasal spray, yeah. Is that a, a, like an over-the-counter or a prescription? It's, it's over-the-counter and um, yeah, recommended by my ENT, ENT okay. doctor. Yeah, cool. So congestion-free, equalizing with confidence. How did the body feel with the freediving aspect? And, um, it felt, yeah. felt good. Um, I had uh, 77 days um, surface time, so it was, was a good feeling being in the water. Um, after such a long time again and uh, yeah, just easing in. I shot a coral trout, so I'm pretty happy with that and um, yeah, can't wait for the next days to come. I liked your attitude too. We were up on the deck before and you were saying like, um, it's nice to be part of the crew when a few good fish get thrown over as well. You don't necessarily have to shoot them yourself and I thought that was, a, that was an admirable attitude. Yes, so I'm very excited when some other people get, get great uh, shots at some great fish. And then you, you are excited with them. And um, yeah, if you're lucky, the others will share the food with you and, <laughs> and you get to taste it as well. Cool, man. Well, we'll catch up with you further along as we get along. Awesome. Keep, um, keep thrashing that charger, mate. Eckhart, the uh, instructor from South Africa. That was uh, day one, my friend. Uh, it was pretty good. Um, started out nice and early. Uh, dove a nice uh, long wall. And it had like a gradient probably starting about um, six to eight meters. And then it would like gradually drop off. Um, and obviously kind of staggered the students according to their ability. Um, I was out wider with some of the students. Um, and some really good fish were seen. Um, really good fish were landed. Um, it was really good that first session. Came back, did a little lunch, reset, and went back after it. And the afternoon session, we dove more flats and bommies, um, which is great. A little bit of a shallow uh, patches. And then we also did a couple of uh, later drifts um, along a wall. And we managed to find a really good pressure point where, you know, we jumped in. There were rainbow runners. Next thing, there was Spanish. There was just coral trout everywhere. It was just everything was it going. Yeah, it was going on. Awesome, brother. So, um, were there any commonalities you saw with people on day one, like improvements we can all make? Um, I think we're going to have a bit of a debrief. Uh, I know the crew have got some good feedback for us all. Like, it is a, a fairly packed tender, so gear storage was a bit of an issue at times. Some people had some good ways around that. Um, what are some of the other things you noticed, maybe in water, things that people could do to see some improvement? Probably the biggest thing is to do less in the water um, and really just slow it down at the bottom. Not not chase after fish when you see a fish. Just just be as calm as possible. Um, I was diving with uh, Tim and Linton, and Linton was doing some really good, just slow, steady movements along the bottom. Um, and it was good to be able to go to Tim and go. Have a look at that dive, like at that dive, and look at how how he's moving and how he's how he's approached the bottom and just kind of settle down and just gently. There's movement, but it's very gentle and very calm. Uh, you know, that conserves your energy and also it gets those fish inquisitive to see what you're into. 
And you, you don't burn yourself out on day one either because I think that's probably something like a lot of us probably haven't with, – without a lot of dive fitness too, like I think I punched out 71 dives today. Like uh, they were all pretty shallow, so that was nice. But, um, but you know, the body's like going, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, it's um, – the, the sessions creep up on you. Like this last session, I did 66 dives. Um, the session before, I haven't checked my watch yet, but it would be – in the 40s, I, I assume, and uh, the first session was all deep dives. It was 17 to 20 meter dives. Oh, wow. So it's a lot of diving. Um, it was actually my first time back after getting COVID like a month and a half, two months ago. So good to see that I can still dive. <laughs> I can still get in the water. Uh, but yeah, like just managing fatigue levels um, and hydration, making sure people are drinking enough liquids so that um, they don't uh, burn out on the first day. I'm going to go to one of the crew. Ben, you up for an interview, mate? Um, you boys had a magic sort of Arvo hit out. Just We've just come back and threw over a pretty decent bag, mate. Um, what was your secret? Oh, I think this afternoon was bag of the day, I'd say. Bag of the session. Um, secret is just being out there for four hours in the 30 knots and just <laughs> putting the boys on the top of the drift every time and getting them to reset even when they don't want to get out of the water. Now we're going to the top. That's where the fish are. And it kind of paid dividends, I think. Current was hitting the front of this drift line? Or? Yeah, I was trying to find bombies that like I could drop them on and they could split drift, like one on either side and just kind of drift the sides and work down into little deeps and kind of give everyone from like zero metres to... 12 to 15, depending on where they could dive, and the biggest variety I could. We're chasing Spanish all day. Um, saw a bunch in the water, but didn't get any, but had a very other good bag. We got trevallis, trouts, uh, stripies, goaties, crayfish. Yeah, and can't complain with that. I think everyone was wrapped. Like, we we're all sort of cheering for you guys when we seen the bag. Um, yeah, good stuff, man. You think the sort of the the flats are the the where we're going to find some of the better stuff, or is it an afternoon thing? What do you, what's the go? Um, it really depends what you're hunting for. Flats are always going to be the best for your tuskies and spangos and all your. Well, I guess your. Mm, I guess you you just your regular run of the mill reef species, but um, push comes to shove, man. I always love a ledge. When you find like a big ripping current that comes up against somewhere with like a bit of a back eddy, if we can find those, that's that's where the money, man. That's where the magic happens. Nice. And you you love a bit of cave structure, something where they can hold up and get a bit of shelter from the current where bait will congregate. That's exactly right, man. Pub in the middle of the desert. I always try to find if it lo looks like an exceptional home for a fish or a cray, it's probably going to be an exceptional home for a fish or a cray. And like the bigger the structure, find the bait. Find the fish. And it's just a food chain. When you find the little guys, you find the bigger guys, you work your way up, and then you just kind of sometimes got to poke a spot to activate it. Like shoot something and let the spot know there's feeding going on. A lot of the times I see people roll through and they'll find a spot that like could turn on, but they just don't push the button. Give us a couple of techniques for pushing the button. So obviously shooting maybe like a, maybe it's not your top of your dream list, sort of like action brings action sort of thing we were talking about it earlier. Throwing sand, what are some other things you can do? Uh, for me, I usually just like to put a bit of blood in the water, really. Like I do something we call like walking the dog. So you pick something off like a slaty brim or something like a, well, I guess a stripey or something. You'll just shoot it and let it dangle around on the end of your spear. Basically like a live flopper. And once you do that, you've let the whole reef know that stuff is getting eaten here. So usually the big dogs will come have a sniff. Other ones, yeah, scratching, strumming your rubbers, throwing sand, but 
charming they'll come. That's, that's the best advice I can give you. Yeah, we we we, did, we saw a bit of that earlier, like the Spanish were coming in on the guts of other species. So yeah, definitely something to maybe have a play with tomorrow. Oh, that definitely happened to us this afternoon. Uh, Ryan shot an awesome trout. And he, he got a shark followed him up, so he's like, oh, I won't gut it right now. I was like, I'll gut it a bit later for you, mate. And as soon as I ripped the guts out and threw it in the water, the boys are like, Spanish! And three, four Spanish! It's, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Feeding the hungry as well, eh? Yeah, we're hungry, yeah. Oh, good. Well, promising signs for tomorrow, apart from this wind. Hey, mate, well, the harder the hike, the better the view. <laughs> the windier the day, the bigger the fish, they reckon. <laughs> yeah, nice. Awesome. We'll catch up with you again along the trip somewhere. Thanks, Shaggy, mate. We have got the the Spano Maestro, the the gun of guns. It's Sam the Spano Slayer. Also formerly known as the cherry picker. So uh, currently just popped uh, the Spanish mackerel cherry. And it was a cracker fish too. About What did it end up like lengthwise? What was it? Uh, 110 centimetres. Beautiful. You must have been happy with that. I'm still fucking grinning near for you. Walk us through what happened. Uh, so... Pretty much diving down at like 15, 20 metres. Um, Eckhart's gone down to have a look at some cold trout. Told me, go down, have a shoot at the cold trout. As I've gone down, no trout about. They've uh, got scared. So he's gone, oh, I'll go down. I'll have a shot at one. So as he's gone down, he's shot cold trout. Then came back up. Started uh, gutting it out. Started pulling all the guts out of it. And then he was like, hey, there's another one down there. Go down and get that one. So I was like, no worries. Slowed down. Slow down my breathing, done a dive down. And as I've dived down, this Spanish Max come out of nowhere and just started smashing all the guts from the coral trout. And I thought, you fucking beauty. Plugged it, stoned it straight up. So uh, it wasn't the fight that, you know, I anticipated. And then pretty much swam up to it, hand on either side of the shaft, and then ripped it up to the surface where the whole, the whole swim up I was already cheering. <laughs> Beautiful, mate. I love to hear a good story like that. Um, so we were talking earlier about the guts bringing in Spanish. It seems to be pretty consistent so far through day one. Yeah, I think when we were – so, like, we did that again. We jumped in with a flasher with uh, Eckhart and kind of uh, flashed all guts. And it feels like uh, they just come in, come in, have a look at the guts, eat them, and then take back out. So definitely – I seen another one today. Uh, unfortunately, didn't get a shot off on it, but – they're about. Walk us through the second scenario then. When, when, when did you see it the next time? Uh, second one, we'll dive in shallower bombies, probably, you know, eight to nine metres. And then there was a bit of a drop off. Um, I've seen Shrek dive down before, start kicking up all the sand and start, uh, you know, making a bit of a ruckus down there. And then uh, when he's came up, I've uh, decided to slow down my breathing again, jump down on that. As I've started to go a bit deeper off that bommie, uh, at pretty much the end of my breath hold, in comes this Spanish, same thing, just checking out, seeing the very curious animals, you know what I mean? Wanted to see what the go is. A bit opportunistic with food too. I think it sounds like they're a bit hungry. Yeah, I reckon they're definitely hungry out here. Unlike us right now eating the sashimi. But uh... <laughs> Mate, this is the bit, one of the best things about doing trips like this is the food and the seafood along, along, along the way. Yeah, I reckon by the end of it I might look like you. <laughs> Buff, ripped. Oh, yeah, nice. Put on 20 kilos of muscle, grow a proper beard. You'll be right. <laughs> we'll take that ponytail, mate, and we'll just get it on the right, right side of the face. <laughs> no, all good, brother. No, I'm, I'm stoked for you. Hey, that's exactly what I love to see, and uh, it's good to see all the enthusiasm and cherry pop, cherries being popped. 
Cherry's been popped for this one, so first fish of the trip, Spanish Mac. Next one will be uh, hopefully coral trout. Beautiful, brother. All good. We'll catch up again along with, as we go. Day one is done. Uh, I dived a lot of the day with uh, another instructor, Evan. We kind of split our boats and went different ways often. But, mate, how was your day? Mate, so good. So good. Like you said before, just so good to be out here getting to know everyone. Full froth in the water. Um, yeah, don't feel like I had that much luck uh, with the uh, yeah with the gun in hand or with people I was diving with, unfortunately. But it's good that my uh, enthusiasm levels have stayed the exact same, <laughs> and I feel just as happy now, you know, sharing stories with everyone else as I would if it, you know, it was me pulling the trigger, yeah. not Sam. And that's the best bit about these trips, you know, is you living off everyone else's froth. Hundred percent, yeah. I mean, we we did see some good stuff today, and so did the people we were with. But we perhaps didn't have as many opportunities as um, as I would have liked. Um, yeah, a few lost ones as well. But I think that's day one, isn't it? Yeah, it's absolutely right. I think, uh, you know, this is the beauty of coming on these trips. This is not like, you know, when you go out on your weekend, you've only got your Saturday to dive. You've got three days to uh, to make up for all your mistakes. Mm-mm. Any common stuff you reckon all of us could improve on after day one? Did you notice anything? Like uh, with regards to boat stuff, in the water stuff, anything? Yeah, I think firstly just uh, working on line management. You know, you lose a lot of time in the boat if you're or your gear's all tangled up. Um, so that'd be number one. And number two is the same thing. You know, I was very guilty of this is just diving too much. You know, you are sometimes fighting the current and swinging a little bit too much on the surface, and you really need to spend that time just relaxing on the surface so your your dives can can improve. Yeah, awesome. All good. Well, we'll catch up probably tomorrow. See how we're all travelling, and uh, we put some good fish in the esky despite it being relatively quiet. I think. Yeah, absolutely for sure. Uh, yeah, good day all in all. Ocean Guardian is the world's leading shark deterrent technology, and the great news is they're now partners with the New Stereo Podcast. You can save 10% on the Freedom 7 or Scuba 7 when you shop at Ocean Guardian. Uh, use the code NoobSpero at checkout to save 10%. If you want to go there, easy, super easy, go to noobspero.com forward slash OG. Short for Ocean Guardian, pretty original, eh? Pump in the code NoobSpero and you'll save 10% on your Shark Shield device. Get into it, get amongst it. Ocean Guardian are doing awesome things for Spiros. Are you in the market for a new spear gun? Killshot Spear Guns has got blue water wahoo tuna guns, open track spear guns, enclosed track spear guns, rear handle enclosed tracks. Check them out at killshotspearguns.com. Even better, I've got some good news for you. You can save $30 on any Killshot Spear Gun at killshotspearguns.com. Use the code NOOB. If you're in store, just say, Crikey, mate, or say Shrek from the Noob Spiro sent you, and you'll save $30. Ed Martin at killshotspearguns.com. Check them out. Equalising problems can be something that derail you. Not today, my friend. Go to freedivingfamily.com. Check out the, either the Frenzel and Advanced Frenzel video or the Mouthful and Deep Frenzel Equalization course at freedivingfamily.com. You can use the code SPIRO to get 20% off any course at freedivingfamily.com. These courses are put together by Adam Stern and a select team of, of, of legends and to help you overcome different issues and help you perform better. And some of them are extremely relevant for freedive spearing. Check it out at freedivingfamily.com. Use the code SPIRO to get 20% off any course. So after our first day out, there was obviously a lot of learning, a lot of people sort of settling back in, getting used to their gear, getting used to the conditions, pretty hectic topside. Uh, day two was a heap better. 
Uh, the water was similar viz. The topside conditions weren't much different. Still pretty hectic, like uh, 25, 30 knot winds. But all of a sudden, everyone was starting to hit their flow and starting to rock out. So here are some of the reports after a second day of spearing out there. The Whitsundays Pro Sail Spearfishing Trip off the Whitsundays. Um, we're day two of diving. Today we had some bizarre turns of events. I have never, never heard of this. Tim, such a good buddy. Second shot, a friggin' slady brim. Tim, your your comments, please. Uh, yeah, look. Um, it was uh, the moment I saw the uh, Sam dive down on um, what I thought was a slady brim. It was already too late. Um, he pulled the trigger on it, and uh, the shot looked good, but the uh, shaft came back out again, and... Um, by that point, I was sort of shaking my head thinking, yeah, that, I think that was a slady broom. Um, <laughs> but uh, as any good buddy does, regardless of species, um, you know, they go down and take the second shot, um, regardless of it being a slady broom. Um, it did have good size to it, though. Did you guys have like a couple of like uh, like rife three atmospheres and some breakaway setups for that slady? <laughs> yeah, more than you could afford, mate. <laughs> But uh, no, it was a good moment in time. Um, I think a good true test of a good good buddy. Um, and I won't say much more about it, to be honest. <laughs> let's let's get into um, Benny Crisp's uh, routine, where we do high of the day, low of the day, um, something you're looking forward to or hoping for tomorrow. Um, yeah, look, the high of the day, obviously the Slady Broom. Um, that was a hell of an experience. Uh, not just that though, we, it was kind of cool because we did have sharks sort of circling underneath us and it was the first time of this trip that I've had to kind of try and manage fish and buddies and sharks all in one hit, which was kind of cool. Um, yeah, low point, um, I had a really nice cold trout break off today and I'm still thinking about it. Evan saw it. Yeah, that was a nice fish and just, yeah, poor shot placement and it broke off almost in instantly. Um, I was quite high towards the dorsal fin, um, not quite at the dorsal fin, but towards it um, and just a little bit too high and it just broke out. Just got to get that in mind. Yeah, no worries. All right. Um, so that was your low point? Yeah. Tomorrow, we're going to motor somewhere else? Tomorrow, I'd like, it'd be good to get one of two things, a tusky or a cray, would, I'd be pretty stoked with. Um, yeah, one of those two would be awesome. Nice, mate. Mm. All good, Tim. Thanks, Thank you. Mate. Linton here. Um, well, I figure you didn't introduce me, so thanks, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, righto, we'll do. High points today. Um, so, do you know what? It was about teamwork today. Um, and there was a few different things I saw, which um, probably the first one, diving with Evan, who was kind enough to, as we're in current, to be able to give me a bit of a... Hang on my fins and give me a bit of a push so I could relax and try and get a good dive, um, which which worked. Like, look, didn't come to fruition and get anything, but still I could feel it was a much better dive, so that was good. Um, I'd like to think there was a bit of teamwork going on when I did a dive and I had some mackerel come past, and as I'm coming up, I could signal to Adam to go, dive, 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 like um, as I'm yeah, as I'm coming up and he could dive down and he got his first pelagic, which was which was unreal. The biggest Biggest thing of the day, the teamwork was on a golden trevally that I got, which the whole bunch of people got involved, um, which fortunately with a little bit of poor shot placement allowed everyone to be involved. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, 
but still, that that there was a reason for that though, because even though the second shot didn't hit, and Evan came in and Adam was there. It wasn't until Blaze came in and then just grabbed it um, and then brought that to the surface. But even though they Shrek with that second shot, you were still kind enough to be able to get my gun for me. So, oh, yeah, 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 that's right. So there was a whole bunch of us involved there with that. He just grabbed it. Yeah. <laughs> he, just, he just grabbed it. So, um, yeah, teamwork on that was what made that work. So that was... Definitely the highlight highlight of the day. Low light of the day was my realisation that my shot placement's not not ideal. Um, I did hear Benny saying about what to do, like with a bit of angulation and look down the line of your arm and stuff like that. I obviously heard it, but I probably didn't really understand it. So I need to think about that a little bit more and make that happen. So, so what, what, explain that. So Benny was saying that with like when you're when you're going to take a shot, so. Extend your so the arm you're holding the gun with. Extend your arm and even turn your turn your opposite shoulder back away, so you get a long line down the gun. You're looking down the line and you get a little bit of extension, so you're closer to the fish. So, like I said, heard it. Sort of tried to practice it, but obviously didn't do a very good job. So, mate Benny, thanks for the tip, mate. But I, hey, hey, it is the fish is in the boat. Yeah, yep. So, but I need to work on that. So, yeah. Um, tomorrow for me, um, look, I don't, I don't plan on taking any fish home. So, um, do you know what? I'd be happy getting some good footage of people taking fish or just of fish or just, yeah. And just comfortable dives. That's what I'd be happy with. So, yeah. Love it. Good work, Linton. Righto. I'll pass it over to Evan. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, highlight of the day. I was thinking, I don't know if anyone else is doing this, because if I could have got put on the spot yesterday, you're always thinking throughout the day, like, what's the highlight going to be? What's the highlight going to be? And for me, it just kept updating, like all throughout the day, a new thing, a new thing, a new thing. Uh, but the highlight had to be filleting those fish up on the deck maybe half an hour ago, having a beer, talking to the boys, filleting fish, and then, yeah, the sun's, sun's going down, and just in front of it, just these two, you know, whales, mother and baby, just putting on an absolute show for us. That was... Uh, that was pretty special. And I think if there's a memory that I'm going to remember from the ship, it'll be that, you know, that, that postcard picture. So that was the highlight. Uh, low light, I uh, sliced my sliced my hand, filleting some fish. The negatives of filleting on a boat, I guess. It rolls and I fell over and cut myself with the... Uh... I thought you were just emo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people have a few jokes being made about self-harm, but uh, no, I'm very happy at the moment. <laughs> um, and goal for tomorrow... I'd still love to shoot a Spango. Haven't seen one yet on this whole trip. Neither, yeah. So that's the plan. Shoot one of those tomorrow. Introducing Jess, who shot her, shot her uh, first fish on this trip, eh? Today? Don't undersell it, mate. Three fish today. Thank you. <laughs> and there's my highlight. <laughs> um, yeah, so three coral trout, which was great. Uh, also shot a squid, which got away in the end, but I was, I was pretty happy with that anyway. Low light was just getting a bit nauseated and, yeah, I called a dive a bit early and, um, yeah, wasn't feeling great for a while, but luckily uh, that's all kind of gotten a lot better. And as for tomorrow, um, we'll just go out and shoot some more fish and, yeah, I think the diving as well, like that's something I really appreciate. At one point I, I missed a coral trout, but you were giving me the feedback of like really good dive, keep doing what you're doing, and literally next dive down got a, yeah. got a coral <laughs> trout. So that was really good as well. But, um, yeah, just more of the same for tomorrow and I'll be happy. I've got uh, Ryan here next to me. 
Uh, yeah, my highlight today was shooting a red throat emperor in about eight, ten metres of water, which is pretty good dive for me. <clears throat> wasn't expecting to get one of those this trip. Just wasn't expecting to get one of those this trip just because they are normally in a bit deeper water, but that was good. Uh, the low light was dropping in on a coral trout first thing this morning and um, not really thinking about what I was doing enough and copping the butt of the gun square to the jaw, <laughs> which uh, <laughs> livened me up a bit. <laughs> Made me think about um, what I was doing. Yeah, well, and, and the other one was probably losing my own snorkel too. My second spare snorkel. <laughs> right at the boat. <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, definitely a low light. And uh, oh, tomorrow would be good to get a blue bone. That would be nice. I'll uh, hand it over to Rory. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I was was lucky enough to be crowned Spearlord today, which is a, a big honour, I must admit, um, especially for someone that's done as little spearing as I have. Um, it's nice to have gotten a good fish. So, you know, that that's a, a very obvious highlight. But I think another big highlight for me was actually just, a, again, a good solid um, improvement in my diving. You know, I just felt really comfortable in the water again, especially the dive of Savo. So... That was really good. So, yeah, that's definitely a highlight. Um, low light was uh, dropping my knife when I was trying to dispatch the uh, the big mangrove jack and then stabbing myself in the hand trying to retrieve it. Um, so, you know, you can't, you know, can't it can't always be fun. But I retrieved the knife and dispatched the fish. So, yeah, it, and, and, and put it in the boat. So, got a big, big mangrove jack. So, that's all that counts. <laughs> and I'm bad and I got back in the water. So, you know, it wasn't, wasn't an end game, which it was, you know, a big thing. You know, that was a bit of a worry at, at one point there. So, um, tomorrow, you know, tomorrow, um, you know, goals for tomorrow, I guess, yeah, you know, it'd be nice to get a tusky, you know, blue bone, something like that. Um, just get some more fish, get back in the water again and just enjoy it, I think. And I guess I might hand over to Captain Crispy for his, um, his rundown. Sweet, that was... Hey, hi, hello, it's me, Captain Crispy again from earlier, in case you've forgotten. <laughs> um, yeah, so my highlight for the trip... My highlight for the trip started quite recently, actually, and that was our sunset party filleting session that went down a whole bunch of cool things happened i slabbed up heaps of fish i only cut myself one time which is pretty nice didn't cut myself with a knife cut myself with a fish as you do and for the rewards of my effort i actually got gifted a knife and it's actually one of the knives that i lost and it was my favorite knife and it's a boning knife and now i have the exact same one so thank you so so much um also yeah, man, absolute beauty. And whilst we were filming, yeah, big old whale show right in front of the sunset, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, low light for the trip is maybe in the silly goose that I am. I've misplaced my phone somewhere, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone sees like an iPhone with a black leather mum case and nothing in it, don't worry, I haven't been robbed. I took all my cards out. But yeah, there's a phone somewhere on the boat. That would be... Yeah, it would be nice to have some charts that are better than those charts, but no, we'll make do. I've got my iPad. Um, yeah, and game plan for tomorrow, well, what I hope for tomorrow is we make it to the reef um, with some good wind to get a good sail in.
and maybe do some tax and yeah, hopefully that all goes smoothly. Sweet. This victim. is my next venue victim, <laughs> Senor Carlito. Uh, yeah, so hi uh, for anyone that wasn't at water, I think your high's got to be that filleting session, pumping the tunes, boys enjoying the fact that all their catches were on board. And then, yeah, sun's going down, beautiful sunset, whales start coming up, just a frothy moment. And yeah, so I think that was definitely my highlight. Again, if not a highlight of the trip for me. Uh, low. Probably been stuck on a boat for the first part of the day. I didn't get to do a watch until this afternoon. So, yeah, getting stuck on a boat for majority of the day was probably the lowest point. I want to be out there. I want to see people catching stuff. I want to be involved. Um, tomorrow, yeah, let's just hope that wind dies. Wind picks up for the sail, then as soon as we get there, drops <laughs> immediately. As soon as that anchor's down, drops immediately. Um, I'd like to do a tender watch where I don't get sloshed around and having to keep the boat moving in some form of movement. But yeah, apart from that, yeah, sick day. And here we have Rom. Hello, this is your Ronski speaking, and... Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, my highlight today was certainly the yeah whales singing as I was diving. I haven't had this before, and uh, yeah, when they were jumping out of the water during the uh, filleting session, that was truly very memorable. And um, yeah, it was also very great um, observing some great experienced freedivers. And uh, yeah, with my limited experience, it's yeah, it's always good observing some experienced fellas and uh, yeah the low point was um, yeah i missed i missed the trout and my equalization didn't work very well today but um, yeah i usually do not get disheartened easily so this will not throw me <laughs> and uh, yeah i'm looking forward to to the next day and i hope um, equalization will work better and um, i hope for a tusky or a trout uh, trout and yeah now I head over to blaze Ooh, my high for the day. There was a few. Yesterday I asked for, um, I hoped that I could get some good content of like people nailing good fish. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not experienced with this thing. I haven't read the manual or anything, right? Um, so yeah, I definitely got to see a couple of people get great fish and some great dives in general. But um, Linton's dive was probably the best. That was awesome. He, as he dove down, I was already diving down watching him so I could capture it. Um, started capturing it and then I stopped because I was like, oh shit, maybe he needs help. It's fine. <laughs> and then <laughs> capturing a little bit more of it and then just the teamwork between the whole crew <laughs> to bring his fish in was awesome. Like, just quickly, by teamwork, he means me fucking up the second shot <laughs> and then thinking, shit, I've got to help this guy. So thanks, Blaze. <laughs> Yeah, it was great. It was great. Um, low for the day is that when I finally put my camera down, grabbed the spear and jumped in for the last half an hour, I found three footballer trout and debated whether any of them were legal and realising that the first one was probably legal and then the next ones weren't. <laughs> um, that was sad. Um, hopes for tomorrow. Another day like today. Here's Ollie. Kia ora. <laughs> 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 
Sweet. Probably the highlight of today was seeing um, Escart getting scale dragged through the water for his fish, his uh, Spanish mackerel. And then seeing um, Blaze swimming frantically, free, free styling through the water, trying to capture it. That was pretty funny. I was like, yeah, we're on. <laughs> um, and then low light. Oh, so the tenders are filling up at rapid rapid speed with um, water. So we, we're trying to get water out, pull the bungs out, go for a quick hoon. Little do I know, jump off a wave and the motor stalls. I'm like, fuck, here we go. <laughs> tries, tries to pull side in neutral, nothing. The thing felt like it was seized. I was like, oh, no, I'm, I'm 20 metres away from the first group, probably 30, 40 metres to the next. I'm like, oh, no, I'm just going to have to radio this in. <laughs> we frantic on the radios, trying to get the other crew out of the water. Oh, it's just mayhem. But anyways, fucking don't know what I did, but managed to get it going again. A few hard pull starts and got it going. So that was pretty good. And then um, what I'm looking forward to is Probably a Cindy Lala on, on the old condor tomorrow. Yeah, and then probably get in the water. Yeah, absolutely. Try spare something. So, yeah. Hopefully um, the next reef provides. But, yeah. I think all of us can unanimously agree that the condor crew have been pretty awesome. It would be awesome to see all these blokes get in the water and have a bit of a spare sesh themselves. So... If your buddy had a blackout on your next spearfishing trip, think, what would the outcome of that be? Do you know how to revive someone from a blackout? Would you even be in a position to do something about it? Or would you be diving, chasing after a fish as your buddy sinks down to the bottom of the ocean? Do you know where most blackouts happen? Do you know what you can do to minimize your risk of having a blackout? My name is Ted Hardy, and I'm the founder of freedivingsafety.com. In my free online course, you will learn the truth about shallow water blackout, the myth of I don't push myself, I know my limits, I'm in tune with my body, how to minimize your risk of having a blackout, and most importantly, how to save your buddy's life if they have one. Visit freedivingsafety.com to sign up for your free course today. Dive safe out there. It's just not even that hard. Freediving for Spearfishers at howtofreedive.com will help you to extend your breath hold, understand your body better, and put you in a better position when you actually get to go out spearfishing. This program is not for noobs, as this program is for people who have some diving under their belts and understand some basic spearfishing safety, but it's perfect for spearos who want a guided, easy to follow and complete program with videos, a clear process, and a set goal. The five-minute freediver works. Get started for free and see if it's for you at howtofreedive.com. There's a tester there. Use the code NOOBSPERO, N-O-O-B-S-P-E-A-R-O to save some money if you do decide to purchase. Check it out at howtofreedive.com. Freediving for spearfishers, a fantastic way to prepare, especially if you've got a big trip coming up. Get to that five-minute mark, and it does translate to your diving at howtofreedive.com. James. Yeah, my highlight for today, um, I had had so many, um, but uh, one of them was just watching Kieran spear his first coral trout. He absolutely hunted it, uh, crawling along the surf, uh, the, the bottom, and it was really cool to see that. Uh, and another one was just uh, doing some really comfortable dives and achieving some of my PB breath holds. So that was a uh, big highlight for me. 
a low light was probably some equipment failures. My GoPro died. My my gun was a bit hard to load at times. Um, a bit complicated. Uh, but tomorrow I'm hoping for more good diving um, and maybe a few more fish in the uh, in the esky. I'll pass you on to Kieran. Hey, um, yeah, so I suppose I started off the day on a bit of a highlight. Um, saw a good-sized footballer. Only had a shot on that once and missed it, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, um, I was with, um, with Ryan at the time and we couldn't get another second shot on it. But uh, moving forward through the day, managed to pick up um, two coral trout. And, um, yeah, my first time shooting coral trout. Um, yeah, and no, it's, it's great to have... Um, someone to swim with, like James, like really cheering you on, and he's really supportive there. It was really good. Um, and Shrek was there as well, helping me pick up a few um, lost, uh, I suppose, bits of gear and things again, hooked up on some some coral. But um, I suppose that's spearfishing in a, in a way. Fish got jammed up for a while there, and we had to try and get it out of the hole. But um, yeah, it was that was cool. Um, Probably the low light of the day, um, had a shot on a um, golden trevally, which then rapidly removed the spear shaft and everything from the end of my gun um, and just shot off into the sunset pretty much. Um, so hopefully some sharks are snapping, snacking on that tonight. Uh, yeah, and tomorrow um, it'd be great to probably um, step it up a little bit and get a little bit more bottom time. Um, I'll work towards that. And yeah, maybe couple more trout or maybe see that footballer again for a second shot. That'd be cool. I'll pass you on to Sam. How are we? Uh, highlight for today, probably shooting the mackerel. Low light was figuring out that it was a sharky mackerel. That was... <laughs> <laughs> so managed to shoot it, put a good shot into it. Uh, did the same as yesterday, grab either side of the spear. This one didn't manage to stone, so it took me definitely for a ride. Uh, managed to get it to the surface. Don't be told, don't worry, mate, that's burly. <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, the second low light then is definitely shooting the uh, slaty brim. Uh, in my eyes, the things are huge, right? So uh, came across, I'm thinking, fuck yeah, here we go. Shot it to only be told, yeah, that thing's also burly, mate. <laughs> so that was the uh, that was definitely the both low lights um, for tomorrow. A coral trout, you know. Let's shoot one of them things. I think you know. I'm, I've heard they're about. I just got to see one, you know. But uh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I haven't had a shot at one, so uh, we'll go from there. Um, next up is uh, Marek. Well, <clears throat> I'm, I'm Marek, you know me. Uh, uh, the highlight. The highlight was actually kind of a sound experience, a mixture of kind of mechanics and, and the nature, diving down and hearing the dory motor and then quiet and then hearing the, the whale sounds. And I go, what? Can I say that? Fuck. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to sing with them. It was so beautiful. Do it, do it. Sing it. <laughs> uh, the other one was uh, on, on, the, on the second dive, 
just diving through a crevice and looking into a huge mouth of flurry cod and his cod and his, his Tell me when I start munching on it, okay? I try to put it as close as possible. And the big eyes and then through my through my mind go, Oh, I'm gonna if I shoot it, I'm gonna lose my gear and then these guys on the boat said, Oh, don't shoot them, they old fish and then you don't get anything out. And then I didn't take the shot, but uh, the, the, the the picture in the memory is quite sort of amazing. Uh, the low points, I had a few jumping in the water and lining up really nice coral trout only to finding out that my relatively new mech on the gun has got actually safety. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, here you go. And the other one was actually trying really, really hard to comply or just follow the rules of body diving and failing dismally. <laughs> so, and for, for tomorrow, a day like this would do it for me. Yeah. yeah, I didn't shoot anything, I think. Did I? Oh, I don't remember. It doesn't matter, really. It was a good day. Did I? Did I? Oh, thank you. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, yeah. Shot a trot. Uh, but a day like this would do any time. Um, Ryan. Yes. Thank you. Um, my highlight today, I think, was getting the full with Sunday's experience via almost Sharknado. So um, haven't seen enough of that on any of the trips, to be honest, of sharks taking anyone's fish, and I nearly lost mine today to three of them. So with the big battle in hand, I managed to get the boat towards me and get it in the boat before anything happened. But, um, yeah. Then we had, a, we had a black tip and a couple of white tips who were getting far too friendly. Um, but, hey. Kept the fish, got the experience, so. Ah, cold trout. Yep. Uh, low light today. There's probably two for me. Um, either missing point blank on a big Spanish Mac on a second shot. Could, could not have been any – I almost touched it with my spear and still missed. Um, and I suppose, yeah, maybe not a low light, but a highlight of figuring out about an hour and a half into the first dive why I felt so goddamn fatigued doing deep dives – because I had no weight belt on at all. <laughs> for the <laughs> Kept punching out the dives OD for and deep, and I'm just like, I'm really fatigued from yesterday. But um, we nutted it out. We nutted it out. So, and I think, um, <laughs> yeah, that was a long time into the dive too. Yeah, well and truly. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, diving. Yeah, diving's super hard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, tomorrow, just looking forward to um, maybe a bit of a sail and stuff. I mean, yeah, if anything stays the same as the last couple of days, I'm happy. But, um, yeah, a bit of a sail tomorrow would be great. Pass you on to Dan. Thanks, Ryan. Well, my uh, my highlight was I met my last night's goal and I got my first coral trout, which was really cool. And um, another highlight on that, that same coral trout, and it was a bit of a, a low light there, for a minute, I lost my knife, but um, best buddy, he went down and got it for me. Oh, yeah. yeah, Jess. So, yeah, um, no, that was pretty awesome. Um, low, probably the low, low point was um, just my aim today. I did miss quite a few fish today. <laughs> so, um, I got my eye in, I can see the coral trout, I'm, I'm seeing them, but I'm not hitting them. So, um, yeah, mate, if I, if I can uh, improve on that tomorrow... Yeah, that'll keep me pretty happy. Yeah, yeah. Hand over to Adam. 
Thanks, Dan. Uh, highlight of today, it was a few moments, I suppose, the Whit Sunday experience, filleting fish on the deck with the, with the whales in the sunset. That was pretty good for everybody. The other one was probably watching Linton get that Trevally and the teamwork involved getting that thing up. It was, it was quite funny and good to watch and good to be involved in. Watching Shrek miss, everybody. <laughs> Shrek miss, yeah, the second shot. And then, yeah, uh, I also got my first pelagic today. It was a shark mackerel, so it is burly, but it was still my first pelagic. And uh, yeah, that's right. It gave me a good fight and it was good fun to get that thing up. Um, that's about, yeah, low lights now, I suppose. I don't think I really had any. I had one trout pull off. I got a trout couple earlier than that, so it wasn't too bad. And that's about all I can say bad for the day. It wasn't too bad at all. Tomorrow, yesterday's uh, goal was the tusk fish. So if I get another tusky tomorrow, that'd be, that'd be good. I'll pass it on to Craig. Yeah, g'day. Um, today was, uh was an awesome day. This morning's drop was uh, just incredible structure. So there was just massive um, vertical ledges. There was – I did have a uh, shot on a mackerel, which I think was just on that point of range where I might have – had I been another six inches further, I would have got it. <laughs> but anyway, it was close. Uh, the other highlight was um, watching Shrek – uh, go down and stalk this um, this black spot tuck, tusk fish and, and he was dead set going to shoot that and he swam past this massive coral trout so I thought I can't leave that to waste. So I've gone down while he was down there and I was trying to line up the shot so when he took a shot I'd take a shot but anyway it turned out that his, his tusky swam off and I thought I've got to take a shot anyway so... I nailed his second option. Oh, actually, I, did, I missed his second option um, and scared it off, uh, which was quite well. It didn't go too far. It only went maybe five metres and then sat there. So he, he got a shot on it and he missed it too. So <laughs> it was like um, – and then, uh, and then uh, when I put uh, – I, uh, I had a third shot on it and nailed it. So, yeah, we, we did get that on board and it was a really big, uh, a big trout. So that was definitely the highlight. The low light was oh, probably my consistency. I, I probably um, made 20 shots to get four fish. <laughs> like it's, um, that's pretty typical of me. Yeah, yeah, lots of misses, but yeah. Um, apart from that, uh, tomorrow I'd really like to get a Spanish. Here's Benny. Righto. Um, man, today was just peppered with highlights for me. It was such a good day just watching everyone get into gear and be a well-oiled machine versus yesterday. Like it's, I don't know if anyone's mentioned it yet, but it's 25 to 35 knots the entire time we've been out here. So being a boat boy has been a bit hectic and everyone just picked up their game today with their cord management, wrapping their floats up in and out of the boat so much quicker. You know, it was just – it was more of a more of a pleasure to be overwatched today and um, I really frothed on that. Uh, secondly, I, I think my, my goal for today was for heaps of people to smack a bunch of fish – species they've never got before and have a hell hoo, 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 on the deck and I think that came through in spades today. We had a whale show, we had the sunset, so tick that box. My low light of the day is almost a highlight as well. Like I jumped in for 40 minutes today, which is good. Crispy took the wheel of the tender and I finally got to get in the water and yeah, I was diving really good, you know, I was just, but my low light was that I just really wanted to put a trophy on the boat, you know, to get in there for 40 minutes and to be like, look at this, but um. 
had a good, had a couple of good attempts. I like, I found this monster mangrove jack. Probably would have been, probably would have been my PB on the spear. And I'm um, just found him at the end of my breath hold. I knew his cave, and I just went up and did the biggest breath hold ever. Did the awesomest dive to get down there for about a minute and a half. And just searching his cave, and he, he just wasn't there. And then, so I like the dive was awesome, but he wasn't there. And then immediately after that, saw three good Spanish swim past and dove straight down on them. Pump, 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 pulled the trigger and then basically poked this dude in the cheek with my spear. Didn't even get to the flopper and then pulled straight back out. And at that point, I jumped back in the boat and let the, let the paying guests do their work. But tomorrow, I hope to get a big fish to show everyone that um, they are out there and they are angry. And then secondary, um, yeah, I want three or four more people to get a new species. Something a bit different. Like everyone's been, I know there's a lot of happy people with cold trouts, but you should see our species list. It's like a lot of people have ticked off things they've never seen or shot before. And yeah, that for me gets me going real hard. <laughs> All right, over to Eckhart. Um, I had uh, two real highlights today, just diving with um, uh, a lot of people today and just seeing the difference between day one and day two in terms of technique and approaching fish. Um, yeah, so that was really good. Uh, massive, massive improvement. Um, so that's really good when you see, see people stalking and actively hunting. Um, yeah, that's, it's, um, it's great to see the difference. Um, another highlight for me was, uh, breaking my Mackie curse, which was good. Um, and getting towed around in the flats and getting some help from, uh, Ryan, who placed a perfect second shot, uh, but the fish wasn't there. <laughs> uh, no. no, it was really good. Um, yeah, just uh, finding some good fish as well, and I uh, managed to get a few people onto some fish, uh, which is always fun. Uh, low light, to be honest. Can't think of any, um, so I'll, I'll leave that blank. Uh, tomorrow, new ground, um, tomorrow, different style of hunting. Um, so more sandy and bombies. So yeah, just excited to go explore and try and uh, find some more fish for people. So yeah, it's going to be good. Over to Shrek. I had heaps of cool moments today. Honestly, watching Karen line up on the trout and watching the whole hunt. And I like even James and I were both watching the whole thing and he got down on the bottom it was just calm as approached. It was probably like seven or eight metres of water and then he just plugged this thing perfect. We were high-fiving each other on the surface before it even hit the surface, so that was pretty cool. Um, as mentioned earlier in a previous story, um, we were drifting for quite a while and there wasn't much going on and then we hit this hot point and I was on the bottom. I thought I was just a super ninja. I ignored the trout. I was like, no, no, trout, there's a big tusky. And I uh, had this thing dead to rights and then it just spooked for no apparent reason. And then I thought, oh, well, I'll go for my B option. And I went back to the trout. And who should be diving from the surface? <laughs> but Craig. And then I realized what had spooked the black spot as well, him leaving the surface. So not only did I miss out on my A option, but I missed out on my B option as well. And then he missed the fish. And then he was like, no, no, it's hanging around. You can have another shot. And then I was that angry, I went down and cooked it as well. <laughs> so that's my angle from that story, but it's all good. It, um, I tell you what, I did shoot a nice trout later in the day. Um, again, it was 
um, Sam. I was following Sam filming him and he turned left and then I was like, no, no, there's a good trout there to the right. So I selfishly went and shot one. So, But it was, it was, a, it was a cracker day. I saw massive improvement. It was awesome. I think day three, everyone jumps on the boat safe again. We've uh, we've got away pretty well with everyone looking after each other, and that's been cool to see. So hopefully more of that. And yeah, like 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 um, like uh, Benny Crisp said, like more PBs, more firsts. Love seeing that stuff. It's been awesome. So oh good. This podcast is brought to you by Aqualite.com.au. This is the best solution bar none for staying hydrated in the ocean. If you're a Spiro, it's an absolute no-brainer. It's a game changer. If you're doing extended trips and the cramp starts to set in and uh, the old body's telling you, hey, that's enough, just get hydrated and it will save you a whole heap of woe. It's a groundbreaking product that can help you to stay hydrated. It's got low sugar, it's less acidic than other options on the market, it's rapid absorption, help you to maintain performance. Dehydration of just one to 2% can affect your mental and physical performance by up to six or 7%. And as when you're spearfishing, you can tell when dehydration is starting to affect you because the equalization goes out the window. Get Aqualite at aqualite.com.au. It's scientific rehydration that Spiros know and trust. I know because one works there, and that's why we've set up this discount code for you. 10% off when you use the code NoobSpiro at aqualite.com.au. Check it out. Australian-made hydration products tailored for Spiros and a whole bunch of other people that suffer from dehydration too. But check it out at aqualite.com.au. Use the code NoobSpiro to save 10%. Oldmanblue.com.au. You can't cheat experience, you can't fake passion, and damn, Old Man Blue can make gear that will last and stand the test of time. Check it out at Old Man Blue Dive on Instagram. As you can tell, like a lot of PBs taken, some firsts, people are really starting to settle into their groove. And um, despite some of the hectic conditions, uh, um, Guys are really enjoying themselves and we had a good vibe going on the Condor. So day three was going to be a short sail to a second reef system, but um, due to like continued hectic weather, we had a 40-knot squall come through and uh, she, was, she was a bit bumpy there for a bit, even in an 85-foot boat. Um, we had some broken instrumentation and the skipper put together a smart plan. We just headed in early to the Whit Sundays and rocked out on some sheltered snorkeling and freediving, chilled out for the next day and a half before sort of heading in. Um, all in all, it was an absolutely sensational trip and um, I'll try to include a bunch of pics and vids in the show notes for this episode. So if you want to check it out, go to noobspiro.com forward slash Sundays one It's W-H-I-T-S-U-N-D-A-Y-S-1, number one. Um, so stay tuned in the next episode, though, because I recorded a full episode, uh, full interview live with um, with all the legends sort of listening in, watching, asking their own questions at the end. Uh, I had Captain Matt Crisp and his brother Ben Crisp. Um, they're, they're, they're brothers, obviously, absolute legends, hardcore fun seekers, mad keen Spiros. And uh, Ben actually um, edited a lot of the videos for the Back to Basics boys for a long time. And uh, a really cool guy. Absolute mad dog on the boat, both of them actually. Really good sense of humor too and some really lively stories. It was a really cool, fun interview to do aboard the Condor. So, uh, But for now though, if you're interested in going on this trip, check it out for next year, 2024, noobspirit.com forward slash trips. And if you want to find out about any and all upcoming courses and charters, go to noobspirit.com, sign up for the floater email newsletter. Guys, for that, that's it for now. This trip 
this episode and a lot of the stuff all supported by Patreon legends just like you. If you are interested in supporting the show on an episode-by-episode basis, go to patreon.com forward slash noobspiro. You can support up for as little as a dollar an episode and uh, it all puts fuel in the Noob Spiro outboard. So go to patreon.com forward slash noobspiro if you are interested in that. For now, hey, see you back for the next episode. Matt Crisp, Ben Crisp, absolute legends and uh, a really good lively chat. Peace. This review for adreno.com.au from Brett, particularly the Woolongabba Adreno Superstore. I started spearfishing more regularly recently and Adreno not only has everything I need, it has Paul. He's super helpful, knowledgeable and kits me out each time with gear that I actually use. Paul has also provided me with heaps of tips that have made my dives better and more fruitful. He has the friendliest vibe and I would happily empty out my account upon every visit. I never write reviews and I used to buy gear online but have now found in-store is much better. That review from Brett, it's up on Google if you want to check it out. Adreno.com.au, one of the longest-running partners of the Noob Spirit podcast. Use the code NoobSpirit to save $20. In-store, online, go to adreno.com.au. Massive superstores, huge range of gear. Check it out. Absolutely mint customer service. Specialty spearfishing equipment, elite spear gun performance components, unforgettable reliability. You want to find out where to buy this? Punchaneptonics.com and shop at the best US spearfishing store, neptonics.com. Free shipping to the lower 48 when you spend over 199 and you can use the code NOOB10 to save 10%. This is your chance to save DOSH, buy deadly good gear and experience A-grade customer service. Will you shop with the best? Visit naptonics.com. Use the code NOOB10 to start shooting 35-pound muttons tomorrow. Actual performance may differ from advertisement. Please refer to terms and conditions to see if you're eligible to be a legend like Shrek. This advertisement was not even endorsed by Jerry and the team at Neptonics. Hoorah and God bless America.